and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. Joshua chapter 3, verses 14 to 17. So when the people set out from their tents to pass over the Jordan with the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people, and as soon as those bearing the Ark had come as far as the Jordan, and the feet of the priests bearing the Ark were dipped in the brink of the water, now the Jordan overflows all its banks throughout the time of harvest. The waters coming down from above stood and rose up in a heap very far away at Adam, the city that is beside Zarethan, and those flowing down towards the Sea of Araba, the Salt Sea, were completely cut off. And the people passed over opposite Jericho. Now the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firmly on the ground in the midst of the Jordan, and all Israel was passing over on dry ground until all nation finished passing over the Jordan. Let us pray. Father, we thank you again for this display of your awesome deed for the sake of your people. And even as we look unto your word today, Lord, we ask that you would also teach us how to respond, uh, how to prepare ourselves so that we might experience many of your awesome deeds, even today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Good morning again, everyone. Thank you for joining us. We are continuing on our morning devotion, and the series is about miracles. Remember, remember, we started this year looking at miracles, and the main reason for us looking at these miracles is so that we would know Him and we would make Him known. And here, today, we just read a portion of Scripture from Joshua chapter 3, and this is the part of the story. Uh, the account of the Israelites coming from the wilderness and crossing the Jordan to go over the promised land. You know, the Jordan River is a very significant um, place in the scripture. It is the place of transitions. First, it is a place of transition of the Israelites coming from the wilderness into the promised land. It is also the place where Jesus was baptized when he entered into ministry. Also, there were other Old Testament accounts of how the Jordan was significant uh, in their lives, such as um, Naaman, who was sick and then was healed after dipping himself in the Jordan River. So the Jordan River really is a significant place of God doing wonders in the lives of his people. And what we would like to do as we look at the scripture is this, that in the midst of the miracles that God did in the Jordan River on allowing the Israelites to cross over, remember, the Israelites were stuck in the wilderness. And then this was a time they were about to cross over to the promised land. And it would take no less than a miracle 
for the Israelite to cross over from the place of being stuck, from the place of dryness, to a place of promise. And I'm, I wonder, when I read this scripture, how significant this is for all of us, even today, as we go through our lives, there are times that we are stuck or we are going round and round or we are in a place of dryness. And most of the time, the reason we're in a place that is dry and we're stuck is most of the time we are co-authors. We are the reason why we're there. But the good news about God is that He is so gracious that even though uh, in our times or in our shortcomings, in our times of failure, He by His grace, helps us to transition or to get out of that. And that's what he, was, what, what he was doing for the people of Israel. That God, the miracle working God that we know, is always ready to perform a miracle on behalf of His people, particularly when it, it, is, it contributes or go towards His purpose. And so... What I want to focus on in the scripture from chapters 3 to 4 of the book of Joshua is I want to look at three things that Joshua said to help God's people prepare for this miracle. Not just prepare, but even what to do with this miracle when they experience it. And you know, I think... I definitely believe that even today, God is performing miracles around us. Sometimes, or more often than not, we are the ones who miss out because we are not prepared or we don't position ourselves to experience this miracle. So let's take a look at three places in Joshua chapter 3 and 4 where Joshua spoke to the people of God. And when he spoke, it helped the Israelites prepare for the miracle and even after they experienced the miracle there was an instruction on what to do with the miracle they experienced and I hope as we learn from uh, Joshua we would also respond to miracles this way we, we would also experience the miracle the way the people of Israel experienced it because there was Joshua who prepared them for it so let's take a look at the first passage of Scripture in Joshua chapter 3, verse 5. And the key phrase that I would always, uh, I would always return to and I'd focus on is this phrase, Then Joshua said to the people. Three times he says it, this particular phrase. So in verse 5 of chapter 3, it says, Then Joshua said to the people, Consecrate yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Joshua knew that God is a miracle-working God. He's able to do wonders in our midst. But sometimes it is us, His people, who are not ready to experience it. And so one thing Joshua did to ensure that the people of God do not miss out on the miracle of God, what God is about to do in the River Jordan is this. Consecrate yourselves. The word consecrate means set yourself apart. Uh, particularly contextually here in Joshua, if we read Exodus, 
Moses also said the same thing to the people of Israel during that, their time in Mount Sinai. And this word consecrate simply means uh, physically for them to take off their clothes and wash it. A, a place of cleansing and preparation. And many scholars would believe that taking off and cleaning of the clothes is more symbolic of cleansing yourself of anything that will hinder you from experiencing God. Anything that would hinder you from discerning what God is doing among uh, among us or among them in, in the case of the Israelites. And so in the same way, many scholars believe that that was the same thing that the the, that Joshua was instructing the Israelites. God is about to do something great and we are to set ourselves apart to, to make sure that we are cleansed of things that are not pleasing to God so that we can focus on what He's about to do. And, the, and then it says, Consecrate yourselves tomorrow for the Lord will do wonders among you. You know, it's interesting, this, world, this word wonders is also translated as difficult or miracles. In fact, the first usage of the word wonders was when God was talking to Abraham and Sarah about having a child, and then Sarah laughed. And then God answered this, is anything too difficult for the Lord? Or it couldn't be translated as, is anything too wonderful for the Lord? The next time this is used, used was that when God told Moses that he will perform miracles to strike the Egyptians. So when I take a look at this word wonders, you know, God is a God who performs wonders and miracles for the sake of his people, in the case of Sarah and Abraham, for our sake, and also to push back obstacles and enemies that we have in front of us. God is a miracle-working God, and He does it on our behalf and also against those who oppose us. And that's why He says, consecrate yourself so that we will be able to witness and discern the miracles that God does on our behalf and even against those who oppose us. So that's the first thing we learn about this miracle in the River Jordan. And truly, it's also something that we could learn for ourselves, even as we face difficulties, even as we um, are in a place where we are needing a miracle ourselves and asking God for miracles. One way to experience and discern the miracles of God and to be able to see it is to consecrate ourselves. For God is a God who's able to do wonders on behalf of His people and also against the enemies of His people. Second thing, uh, you see Joshua saying to the people is this. In verse 9, it says, And Joshua said to the people of Israel. See, all of these things Joshua is saying to help the people experience fully the miracle of God. Here he says, Come here and listen to the words of your God. The next thing that Joshua tells the people is not just to set things apart, to take things that are hindering us from discerning or, or seeing what God is doing. But now we are to turn our attention toward, towards God's Word. It's not just enough to take things away. You know, in our lives, as we live our lives out, it's not just enough to take things away. When you take things out of your life, what do you put in? Here, we see Joshua saying, as we 
are about to experience the miracle of God, in order for us to fully experience the benefits of that miracle, first, we have to consecrate ourselves, take things out of our lives that will hinder us from fully experiencing. But next, we are to what? Put in or, or take in God's word. It says here, come listen to the words of the Lord your God. It's interesting today, so much information out there, so much news in social media. And as Christians, we must be careful who we listen to. And sometimes we are not in a position to experience or even witness the miracles of God. Nangyayari na yung miracle ni God, di pa natin napapansin. Why? Because we have been listening to the wrong things. Joshua invites the people not just to consecrate themselves, but to come and listen to the word of your God. And he says this in verse 10, And God said, Here is, here is how you shall know. What is the miracle for? What is the word of God for? is so that we are positioned to know God more. It is not just that there's an amazing thing happening uh, in front of us and we are in awe. All of that are good. All of those are good. But the miracle, the wonders that God performs in front of us should cause us to know Him, to know the Lord your God. It says here, and God said, here, and Jesus, Joshua said, here is how you shall know that the living God is what? Among you. That the presence of God is with us. Sometimes because of sin in our lives or sometimes because of what we put in our lives through our ears, we cannot even discern the presence of God around us. But here it says, come listen to his word. Know that he is among us, among you. And he will, without fail. And after the word fail, he talks about what God will do to the opposition or the obstacles or the hindrances in front of Israel. And it says here, God will not fail to drive those out. God is a God who never fails. In the midst of the difficulties that besets us, in front of us, when God performs his wonderful deeds, Nothing can stand in his way. And he's, evil, and he's able to drive out things in front of us. And he never fails. So the thing about the miracle is first for us to consecrate ourselves. But for the next, for us to come and listen to his word. Knowing that he is with us, he's present. And that he is a God who never fails. And so we see in chapter 3 that the miracle happened in front of them. And after that miracle, there was still something that Joshua said that I think is very important for us. Because sometimes, after we have experienced and received the miracles, we stop there. We're all happy. Yes, probably we got to know the Lord more through that miracle. Probably we've experienced so much blessing because of that miracle. But we should not stop there. Let's listen to what Joshua had to say to the Israelites in chapter 4. It says here, and he said, Joshua, to the people of Israel, when, you, when your children ask their fathers in times to come, what do these stones mean? Now, when, you, when this question, what do these stones mean? What does this mean? Well, when they crossed the Jordan, each of the leaders of the tribe had to put a stone in the, uh, near the river Jordan and pile it up as a memorial. 
So that, he said, in the future, when your children ask, what is this stones for? And then this will be the answer. Then you shall let your children know, Israel passed over this Jordan on dry ground. For the Lord your God dried up the waters of Jordan for you until you pass over as the Lord your God did to the Red Sea, which he dried up for us until we passed over. So that all the peoples of the earth may know that the hand of the Lord is mighty and that you may fear, that you may fear the Lord your God forever. So what is the miracle for after we've experienced it? Yes, there is a place where we need to be prepared for the miracle. But after we experience it, what did Joshua say we need to do? We need to pass it on to the next generation. They need to know these miracles happen. There must be a memorial of this um, um, miracles happening in our lives. And that this miracle is not just for us so that we may know God, so that we may make him known to the earth to the next generation, to the earth, that we have a mighty God and that we are to fear Him. See, that's the reason miracle happens. And as much as we are a people who enjoy the benefits of, the miracle, of miracles happening to us, it is incumbent upon us to pass it on to the next generation, that a generation would rise up after us who knows the Lord and His mighty deeds and that our children will make him known to the earth. See, that is what miracles are for, for. It's not just for our blessings, not just so that we may be blessed or amazed, but ultimately for God, for us to know God, and for us to make him known for his glory. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the miracles you continuously do in our midst. And Lord, may we be a people who would be able to discern and experience your miracle as we consecrate ourselves, as we come listen to your word. And let us be a people who would not just enjoy the benefits and the blessing of your miracle, but may we pass it on to the next generation so that the world may know that you are a mighty God and a God who is to be feared. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Let's continue to worship our God. Your name reigning over us. Your name victorious by your Let me speak this blessing to you as, you as we send you off 
to go through your day. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up His countenance to you and grant you peace. God bless you. You are now sent out. Go and experience the miracles of God. And as a result, make Him known as well. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.